You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, what a lovely day. It is such a lovely day. Today, I have very to cold say, outside, though. It is cold. It's very brisk. Notice the weather has changed. It is changing. It's changing and every it's day. It's been cold. It was cold before. It was cold before. And now uh, there's a wind to it. There is you know, a there is a, a wind chill to the cold. It's a little bit, as they used to say, a little nippy outside. There is a little nip in the air. A little nip in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely chilling. But boy, it's warm in here. And oh, boy. It's warm in our hearts as we're spreading out. Absolutely. Absolutely. right now. Mmm. You have to do a lot of those. Mm. No, you don't. No, nobody does. Mm. What was oh, yeah. that? No, you have to do that because that means you're satisfied with what you're doing. Hello, everyone. This is Full Employment Radio. Mean you're satisfied with what you're doing. That's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding <laughs> us. We will explain that intro here in just a minute. Uh, before we do that, though, I do want to say this. Um, we are live here out of Portland, as I was saying, and today is our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. It's happening this yes, evening. Yes, it it's a It's a big, it's a twofer today because not only is it a holiday because it's Fun Employment Radio's Bingo Night happening tonight. Sign-ups at 6 p.m. Bingo starts right at 6.30 p.m. Also, it's Groundhog Day, Greg. It is Groundhog it Day. It is my favorite holiday. This, Groundhog Day is your favorite holiday. I really do. Not my favorite, favorite holiday, but I enjoy a good Groundhog Day. Okay, we're going to have to get into that, and you're going to have to explain why, because I haven't I haven't fully understood uh, why Groundhog Day is a big deal, but we're going to get into that. I know it's a big deal for the bingo night tonight. Which it sure is, at is. The Landmark Saloon at 4847 Southeast Division. 4847 Southeast Division, that is where we'll be at 6 p.m. Pacific time here in Portland, Oregon. On the Oregon. corner, so many bus lines. There's so no many. way you can't get there. Oh, no. No, it's so easy to get there. <laughs> and so we'll have bingo night, and we've got, of course, prizes from uh, Asylum. Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. Yes, they have our grand prizes this time. They do, and mm. we've got some fun employment radio prizes that sure we'll be do. dishing out on our own. And maybe some celebratory uh, other prizes. Pro- perhaps. Maybe someone pillaged the dollar store. Oh. Oh, oh boy. But also, fun for the whole family. we also have our other main sponsor for tonight, which is Reka Vodka, Reka Sarah. Vodka. Reka Vodka. Vodka. Oh, Why are yeah. you playing this? Reka Vodka, straight from Iceland, right up there in the great north. Vodka brewed from Arctic streams, oh filtered God. through lava fields. I thought it was tubes. No, it's through, well, lava fields. Are the tubes in the fields? No, it doesn't go through the tubes. The tubes are where the actual lava is, and then the tubes are where the lava was. This goes through the lava fields. Oh, fields of lava. So it's filtered through that. And you get to do- enjoy that delicious, delicious flavor tonight at the Landmark Saloon. Reka Vodka, straight from Iceland, <laughs> land of the ice, <laughs> land Greg of fire and snow. I was very excited about picking this song. <laughs> no, the reason Because like, they say Iceland in it, Sarah. <laughs> well, no, because it's about Iceland. That's what the immigrant song is about. It's from Led Zeppelin, so I figured, well, this is the perfect matchup to talk about Reka Vodka. I think something is extra super special if you have to over-explain it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Reka Vodka is fantastic, and they are going to be our main sponsors here tonight uh, for the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Heck yeah. We'll all be conquerors tonight, Sarah. 
Icelandic conquerors. Icelandic conquerors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yes, that is going to be tonight, the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Okay. We've got several things we need to get to today, but it's mm-hmm. been an exciting, exciting day here at... Uh, at Fun Employment Radio over the last couple of days because, you know, we do have our merchandise that we sell. We're a small business. We sure are. You know, we work hard and we do like to provide, you know, different kinds of merchandise for uh, for our listeners and everybody out there. And we have something brand new and unique now that is available for sale, pre-sale, at funemploymentradio.com. Which I'm so store. excited about because we had talked about this a while back. And uh, this I think it was this past weekend I was talking to Greg. I'm like, you know what? I really, really actually want to do this. I think that it would be a cool thing because it's I, I, it's something I've always wanted to put our brand on and yes. it's, it's something that's very efficient and resourceful. And also one of the most cliche public radio <laughs> Which items the, that you could ever beginning. have. So, um, hi there, this is... Uh, yeah, give us give me the pitch. This, this is And, and <laughs> Sarah's the backer behind this. Sarah created But I'm not it. asking people for thousands of dollars to donate for our, our pledge-a-thon. Sarah, why don't you tell people what it is that you have to offer on our website? Well, I mean, am I supposed to like pretend like we're having a pledge-a-thon? Uh, well, no, we're is not Is that what pledge. they call it, a telethon? Well, we're not having a pledge-a-thon. No, but, but we just have something... Tell them about the new product that okay. you've got. Uh, hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. We're very happy that you could join us today. Uh, here in Portland, Oregon, we're getting a little bit of the southern winds coming through. A bit chilly. If you're out there, make sure you bring a scarf and a hat. Don't want you to catch a cold. Uh, we have something new for you here. Uh, we'd like to let you know we pride ourselves on our high-quality merchandise, and as we've been thinking about things to get... I can't tell if you're going to go into, like, uh, some kind of, like, an Adam and Eve ad, or whether you're going to, like... <laughs> well, because I mean, my voice is so sexy? <laughs> it's, I guess. I don't understand what you're going for there, but okay, yeah. No, I was trying going. to do my, like, my breathy pacing. I don't know how to talk like an oh. NPR person. Oh, I know how to do that. Well, you That's told easy. me to, so I'm well, yeah. doing the best that I can. But I'm, I'm... I don't listen to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about this. Okay, okay, here, let it me try. It makes me fall asleep. All right. Hello, everyone out there. You know, we just you just sound like you're constipated. Really? Well, yeah, you have to do that. You have to do a little bit of a little bit like you're constipated, a little bit like you're nervous. You're nervous about something. I thought you're supposed to be like, like cool. Like you're not nervous. And, uh, you know, hey, all you cool cats out there listening right now, I'll tell you this. Something that I always find I have a problem with is how do I carry all my things? You know, we all end up with stuff and things that we have to get from place to place. You know, I carry my lunches with me and I carry various other things. Gloves organic, of course. Organic lunches. And I carry those with me. But how do I get it from one place to the other? Well, boy do we have the solution for you and it is this we have our all new brand new fun employment radio tote bags that are perfect for any occasion whatever you want to carry Um, we all have our own things and we're not judging on what you carry we just want to be able to provide something for you guys to be able to carry your items in i think the best thing about a tote bag is that it brings a sense of community to everyone i mean because everyone has the same sort of Look on the outside of the bag. However, it's what's inside. Just like with people, it's what you keep. What you keep inside, it's and, what counts. And we just want to provide you something to carry those special, unmentionable items that you have. Carry your memories. Carry your treasures. You absolutely, and that's the most important thing we can take with us. You know, in this crazy topsy turvy world, is carrying our memories with us and uh, and our things and our treasures. And we have. For you now, available at funemploymentradio.com slash store, the Fun Employment Radio 
tote bag. Reasonably priced. Reasonably priced. We we want to make sure that it's accessible to everyone uh, for their tote oh, bag needs. Definitely. 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 All you All cool kinds cats of out there. Scales. Greg, there are some cool cats out there. Yes. That uh, might want to take that tote bag, and they're like, you know, I think I'm just going to go down to my local record shop, maybe pick up a couple tunes, carry them around with me. <laughs> the tote bag is great for just that. A fun employment radio tote bag, all available for you now. Right now, at a very reasonable price, I have to say, I've studied the tote bag market. I have I have obsessively studied the tote bag market. <laughs> it's been a bit of a problem for it Sarah. Has, I We've have. had to have some meetings I about had to have it. a tote bag intervention. Uh, she's got some issues I with have shopping. addiction. It's, it's called an addiction, and it's okay. You know, we fully support you, but uh, we did decide to go. Okay, I can't do it anymore. We got some Fun Employment Radio tote bags. Which we're super stoked about. And I, t- and yeah. I, yeah, and we designed them. They're an original design. There's something that we, they're only being released in a small batch, and we've sold about a third of them that we've ordered so far. So if you want to get one, 15 bucks if you want to pick it up here in Portland, uh, $20 if you want it shipped anywhere in the United States of America. And if you want it shipped outside of that, just send us an email, and we'll get you the shipping price. Yeah, but we made sure so uh, even though Greg was like saying like we know a lot about tote bags Greg knows this I was obsessed for about three days I know nothing bags. about tote I know bags. everything about their uh, everything there is to know about so, tote bags the, and this has been Sarah's idea because we want to branch out with some of our merchandise and actually the bag's pretty cool uh, so it's at funemploymentradio.com slash store because you know what we could have found uh, some cheaper uh, cheaper made ones Greg but those are only okay, five Sarah, ounce canvas tell, tote bags tell me about tote bags what's the here's our here's our riveting podcast for today so what what is it though no, it, well, you know what? There are actually ounces? like websites uh, committed to talking about how awesome tote bags are. I was looking. Did you at fall this. down the hole of it? No, I fall down the because like, I want to make sure boards? if we're branding ourselves, we're putting mm-hmm. this on there. Because you, I use a tote bag every day. Greg knows yes. this. I, I carry all my stuff around with it. I love it. I can put my. I, I carry my computer and all my stuff with me. It's my purse I don't know when I go out at what's night. What's all in that thing? It's it's full of secrets. Yeah, and they're my secrets to keep, not your goddamn secrets. I feel like it's full of like loose uh, makeup. Makeup running all over the place. Also, various bits of food that at one point may have been like a granola bar. That is or absolutely not true. Like paper clips for some reason, even though you don't use paper clips. I, I have a few. What I have in there right now, I keep it pretty clean, actually. So I have like my wallet, um, my computer that I'm using, but it's not here. Uh, I have a pair of gloves. I have uh, <laughs> some chapstick. <laughs> I have right. two sets of headphones. Let's That's just, about it. That, there we go. Well, there's a half hour of content right there. We'll yes. just list things off. Yeah, and no, but we are very excited about it. You know, we work hard on this show, and we just wanted to get something different and new out there. So the Fun Employment Radio tote bag is available at funemploymentradio.com. The new design is pretty cool. The logo is pretty cool. Sarah did the, the design work on it, and it's a different kind of one, and I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty cool. So there are lots of different types of tote bags that you can have. Greg, I've learned all about the world of tote, tote bags. I've learned about double stitching. I've learned about the weight of certain particular canvases. I've learned what a gusset is. Do you know what a gusset is? No. Exactly. I have no idea what That's a gusset is. That's why I'm is. the tote bag queen. So anybody can ask you questions now. They can ask me anything. Have you gotten into it like enough? It also has uh, like heavyweight polypropylene handles. So that way they won't break and they can carry a significant amount of weight. A gusset on the bottom is where when you set down a bag, uh-huh. like if it doesn't have a flat bottom, you know, it's just kind of one seam along the bottom. This is has a gusset so that therefore it's three inches apart. So when you set it down, it won't topple over. Oh, so it's got a bottom to it. It has a bottom to it. Not like a rigid bottom, but it has a bottom that you can it's put not, things it's into. It's not a thick bottom, but mm-hmm. it's a bottom nonetheless. Yes. That you can, uh, that ha- this bag does yes, have. Yes, so our beautiful logos on one side, black handles, uh, natural cotton Heavyweight canvas, 10 ounces if you're curious. And I'm very excited about it. All right. I stared at this thing for 
about 12 hours before we ordered them. Okay. Like Tony, in the up. live chat notes, those are long handles. So those are long handles on these tote bags. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah. That's what mine are. I, the one that I carry every day is 22 inches. Well, and let's be honest. So this is Sarah's Sarah's uh, baby here. That Sarah created this and uh, sold me on the idea of making the tote bags. So uh, go there and buy them. Funemploymentradio.com slash store. If you'd so like, it's 20 bucks to have it shipped to you. Like we said, $15 if you want to just oh, buy it. Oh, our friend named Keelan King just purchased one right now. Oh, excellent. Thanks, Keelan. Sweet. You're the best. You can, you can carry all kinds of things in that tote bag. He can carry his Star Pilot record inside of his bag. Absolutely. Yes, he can carry all of his Star Pilot like, merch. Yeah. All of it. All of it can it's fit right best. in there. It can fit right in there, snug as a bug. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. great. All right. So the Fun Employment Radio tote bag up there at funemploymentradio.com slash store. Thank you, everybody, for uh, for being able to purchase one of those. That would be cool. Um, I think I did like regular you know, like uh, talk radio and stuff for too long. Like I could never talk like that. Yeah, to do that low talking thing? No. I mean... It makes me uncomfortable. I've, I mean, you know, we, we've both done some different kinds of genres of of radio in the past. For those of you who are newer to our show, we actually did work in commercial radio for a long time. Uh, I never did NPR. I did public radio, and I did um, jamming. You know, I did like... Oh, I did yeah. The, I did my uh, my hip-hop and R&B station. That's really... There was no hip-hop. Uh, and then uh, I did Movin' 107.5. That one was more... Of, that's for, like, the soccer mom crowd. Oh, I missed Movin' 107.5. That's when they played mm-hmm. that best hits of the 80s and 90s. Uh, they didn't play a lot of 80s on this one. It was more, like, 90s, like, soft R&B is what we played a lot of. Like, it was a lot of uh, One Republic. Like a little bump and grind? Uh, no, no. Bump and grind was way too... Bump and grind was way too aggressive for moving when I was <laughs> on there. too aggressive. Oh, no. You wanted to target... like, And, and I'm, I'm not trying to stereotype here, but when you walk into, like, a general office setting and there's, you know, the, the people at the front desk... It doesn't want to be... You don't want to be More corporate... Yeah, it's not offensive, but it's still, you know, poppy. And, uh, and like pop music for it. That's what it was. And I would have to listen to it over and over and over mm-hmm. and over. So where those songs are ingrained in my head and they can never get them out. Mm-hmm. And that's that was moving. And then the voice for that was just more of a, hey, we're listening to, hey, thanks for tuning in to Moving 1075 right now. The beats to keep your day going. We've got some brand new music coming you up. You sound from- like a schmuck. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, it was totally Here's the schmuck. beats to keep you going. Yeah, to keep you getting through your day here at Moving 107.5. And we <laughs> that's kind of what it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, One Republic's coming to town pretty soon. They've got their song right now for you. And coming up in just a little bit, we'll have a new one from, I can't remember all of their names, but it was like basic stuff. You know, maybe a little Beyonce. That was when it got crazy. Uh, you know, all the single ladies, Beyonce. Oh, the, God, Greg, stop it. Put a ring on it and put your dial to we'll move. What a, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Grocery store radio is what it's being called. That is totally grocery store radio. Because it isn't offensive. Or like dentist office radio, maybe. I thought dentist or, office were more like Muzak. Okay, maybe maybe not a dentist office, but like you go to, uh, I don't know, any kind of a corporate office, a headquarters office, mm-hmm. and it's the that that general room you walk into. Yeah, that is that is what it was. <laughs> That's what I worked for. So it's like you had to have different voices for all of those different things. And But NPR was not one I ever worked for. I applied to work at OPB years ago, and I, did, I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And probably because they listened to Fun Employment Radio. And no, actually, this was before Fun Employment Radio. Yeah. Yeah, when I applied for that. But anyway, um, but I always wanted to just get on there and do the voice and do the soft, soothing voice. Because you just have to sit there. We should just it's do like you're almost lulling, lulling people to sleep. Yeah. And I listen to NPR. I, I'm, and I do not. Yeah, Sarah does these not. Are, these are... Uh, 
these are the black and white facts between Greg and I. Like that is one of the the things that we do not have in common. No, huh? Greg listens to public radio. I find it so boring. Mm-hmm. The only time that he can maybe convince me to listen to it if we're like driving somewhere and I'm in the car with him. And I mean, I have to listen to it if he's driving, just like I make him listen to my music uh, if he's in my car. But if it's that wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah, because that's a game show. So yeah. that's all. That's all right. But with the whole like droning and oh, it's just so. Mm-hmm. Oh man, see, I I find it fascinating. So <laughs> Tony says I should have used that voice on Jammin. Yeah, you're listening to the new Jammin 107.5 right now. Uh, Lil Wayne's Lollipop is uh, rocking up the charts right now. We've got that coming up also uh, by a man by the name of Mr. Kanye West. <laughs> wants you to know about his 808 and heartbreak. Keelan says, NPR, those motherfuckers can make shit I'm actually interested in too boring to listen to. <laughs> That's true. I but do you have to turn... know your audience when you're doing these things, like mm-hmm. when you're doing the different kinds of radio. can't be jarring. No, I mean, that's why for country, it's a whole different aspect. You know, you got to cater to that crowd. Rock, because I worked on KUFO. We both did. But um, I used to do weekends and overnights on KUFO. And that's a specific kind of crowd. Yeah, I did like rock. To. Like, I never did any like hip hop or NPR, but I did a rock station, you know, a KUFO, and uh-huh. they did alternative. Yeah, you did alternative. Seven. I never did alternative. Yeah, which was kind what of. What was the difference there? Like, it's what like did you somewhere have to do? between rock and NPR. Okay. Yeah. Finding the balance. I did some like music news, and what didn't help was that my co-host and I didn't get along because he was just an asshole, and oh. uh, so it was always kind of because it would have been a fun job if the person I was working with was fun, but he was just not pleasant. Okay. Well, so, yeah, that makes it. <laughs> so it made it like especially if you're there at five o'clock in the morning, and you know someone's just a dick. You're like, yeah. okay, it's just it's too early to try and. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, it was it was too much. Wait, try try doing your alternative. Did you have a different voice? Did you ever modify your voice, or you just kept kept the same voice through? I no think I had the same. I mean, it was, I think, the higher because yeah. I was younger. Uh huh. Um, I don't know. I do. Hey, like it's Sarah. Music. Hey, it's Sarah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it like that. <laughs> I don't know. I always love that idea though of just changing up the different things, uh, changing up the different voices. Oh yeah, and I'm not me. referring to Rick Emerson, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, to make that clear. <laughs> Absolutely just not him. Just a dick. <laughs> no, no, no. This is somebody I worked with for a brief period of time. That no. <laughs> <laughs> the tell-all finally it's revealed. <laughs> Rick Emerson. No, uh, no yeah, no. definitely Rick is not one Rick. Of my favorite humans. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I I love that aspect though of it. I love that whole thing of you know back in the day of like changing it up depending on who who you were talking to. Mm-hmm. And that's why doing like all of the voiceover ads that I would do, like, Honda, the new CRV. You know, you just have to change it no matter what it is. Well, that's why you still like doing that. I do love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that stuff. I love changing my voice. Uh, was it the guy with the foggy noggin? Was that who that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I had a few too many mangaritas oh, up at the God, festival in it. North Portland over the weekend, but I made it home safe. I took a cab home to my fur babies, and we decided to sit there and listen oh, to some of my favorite records. Now, okay, right now, this is like a, I don't know how got... many people are getting this, but Greg nails this, and it's so <laughs> awful. Oh, my God. God. But I'm here with you this morning. It's a great day despite my foggy noggin, and we're going to listen to some brand new Modest Mouse right here with me in the You're morning. You're making me <laughs> want to grow up. This is, that's awful. Fur Babies is a direct quote. That is a direct quote of what... Uh, and Foggy Noggin. Of, yeah, and Foggy Noggin. Those mm. are all direct quotes. So that was, the, that was the kind of person that you worked with, which, you know, hey, there's a market for it, clearly. Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's still doing it. Yeah, he's absolutely. doing what he's doing. Just, just maybe not what... Uh, what we do. Yeah. Maybe a little different, but a bit of a style. Thing. Well, he was never meant to have a co-host. 
Yeah. That's what I think it was. <laughs> it's not, I don't think he plays well with others because there were a couple after me. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I after I left that job, I quit it. Um, yeah, that never worked out. That just, that just, just wasn't going to work. It's just him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him and it's pre-recorded babble every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Like wherever you are, I mean, you know, radio's not what it used to be. Uh, and that's why we do podcasting, which I love. A thousand times more. It's why we keep doing this. But it is, I do like going through and listening to just how, like, different deliveries. Like, I don't care about the music part of it. I just want to hear the talk breaks to hear how people deliver it. Mm-hmm. And there's some really bad ones out there. Uh, there's some that are all right. Uh, but the, some of the best ones, though, are going into small towns. And that's where you can still Those are my get favorite. the real Those are thing. my – yeah. I love them because the passion is there. Well, it's somebody local. It's not somebody national. Yeah, and they're, like, still local. budgeted because, like, in bigger places, like in Portland or, you know, like bigger cities, like, there isn't the budget to have local people anymore. But in these smaller markets, they're smaller budgets, and therefore they can pay to have humans still run these Or things. they don't pay them at all. Or they it's don't just pay volunteer, them. Or they yeah. just do it out of the passion. But, I mean, oh, I love – yeah. Driving through smaller markets and uh, listening to the radio. That's that's one. I also love listening to the Russian station. There's a Russian station here in uh, near Portland, which nobody knows about, but I like listening to it. They all sound very angry, um, but I think it's it's a Russian like it's a God station, so it's some kind of a Christian station. And it's, it's a Russian Christian station. Yes, it's a Russian Christian station that I listen to. Oh it, my god! Yeah, I don't know why. I just I love it. I love listening to it. I'm like, what are they talking about? Why are they so angry? What are they mad about right now? You know, and then I try to figure it out. Wow. Without understanding Russian at yeah. all. Talk that about seems like a good a use of your time. Yeah. <laughs> These are the things I do. Oh, my God. Okay, whoever keeps signing me up for the Catherine's Big Lady Lingerie credit card, <laughs> can you please stop that? <laughs> Wait, you're getting what? Emails for the... There's a lingerie place... For larger ladies <laughs> called Catherine's, <laughs> and I've just now been pre-approved for. You're pre-approved though. For a Catherine's card, and I can take an extra twenty-five percent off of all of my plus-size lingerie needs. Thank you to whoever's doing that to me. I've been getting these for years, and I unsign. This is a this is a long con. Somebody did this to me a long time ago, and they keep signing me up. Oh, big thanks to Ben, our buddy Ben, in the live chat, who also just purchased his own tote bag. Thank you, Ben. Excellent. We really appreciate we it. We do ben. indeed, Ben. Mm-hmm. You're gonna look quite dapper with that bag. Oh, and Ben's also uh, a trimet driver. Maybe he'll take it when he's out and about around the city. And he'll look even cooler than he already does. Well, yeah, and that's pretty hard to do to it's look It's pretty hard to I mean. top because he already looks pretty cool. No, I'm not bullshitting. Ben's a cool dude. No, I know. All the cool kids are doing it. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg, I thought of you when I saw this story because I know you've talked about wanting exotic pets. And I think you specifically said something about this kind of pet before. Which one? So out of Moscow... There's a lot of pets that I want. Well, a Moscow man is drawing attention in his neighborhood after he was found to be keeping an unusual pet in his apartment. His pet... An alligator? Not an alligator. In Moscow. So it's a cold uh, badger? I mean, that seems just like a normal pet there. Um, Let's think. What's something exotic that you have talked about wanting to have as a pet? 
You actually said it like less than a couple weeks ago. Cheetah? Close. Puma? Close. A lynx. Oh, a lynx. A lynx. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely, yeah, I would I would own a lynx. Alexander Labyarsky explained that after the lynx was spotted wandering his neighborhood, he adopted it, and it's been living in his apartment for six years now. Six years with a lynx? Well, I mean, then it seems like it's fine. Yeah, so, uh... He... I figured that's like a standard thing in Russia. If you can catch it, you keep it. That's... That seems very Russian, actually. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's like, this if is you mine catch now. It, you keep it? Yeah. That's actually daunting. Um, so he <laughs> also occasionally takes his lynx out for walks, and sometimes the lynx will just walk itself. Uh, Alexander says the lynx, which is friendly and gentle with children, enjoys spending time on the balcony outside of his apartment, making friends with passersby. So it's a friendly lynx. I could totally get a lynx. I think a lynx or, um, let me think, what's another good kind of a wild cat? A carousel, however you pronounce those ones. Caracol, I don't know what, I don't know how you say it, but I want that one too. I want to get, I mean, I've talked about it before that I want to kind of set up my own little sanctuary in my house of different kinds of animals and throw them all together like a lynx. Um, I want to pack a meerkats for the backyard because I've got that kind of like blocked off so I could put a bunch of meerkats out there. Have the lynx inside. Um, let's see, what would be the, well, a falcon. I definitely want a falcon of some kind, some kind of a, some kind of a predatory bird that'll hang out. And then you're small. Should you have a predatory bird? Yeah, something like that. And then I've I've got the big backyard, so maybe a bison or a moose that I could ride around, something like that. And I'd be known around the neighborhood as like the animal guy. Plus, who wouldn't want to come over to my house? I mean, I've got all nobody, these different wild animals. Nobody would want to come to your house with your weird animal but farm. I've got a falcon and a lynx and meerkats and possibly Do you know how a bad moose. That would smell and like think it'd just be awful. No, it'd be fun. Everybody would want to come over to my house. It'd be exclusive. My urban zoo that I would create. Well, Alexander said that uh, he the reason he became interested in lynx is that he saw one uh, out when he was hunting once. Uh, he said then uh, a hunter had shot it and hurt his feelings, and so he became interested in trying to protect them. So he went to an animal farm and saw that they had lynx. Uh, he talked to an animal technician and decided to buy one. What do you think he called this lynx? Linky. So close, lynxy. Ah, see? Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you would name it. Yeah, so he actually, in fact, so him and Linksy are now best friends forever, and he purchased Linksy from the fur farm where he had likely been destined to be slaughtered for clothing. So a man and his oh. Linksy. See, so I can save some Links. If you have the line on a Lynx, let me know. This is probably time I get another pet. So I think a Lynx is definitely up there. You need to just pull the trigger on that a man. A cougar would be good. Oh, God, not a cougar. That's not what I'm I mean, that'd be pretty sweet, though. Rawr. Dire wolf, but I know they're not real. A wolf? That'd be pretty cool. How badass would that be, walking around with a wolf? I would be a definitely cool person in the neighborhood. Like, I would just want to be, I want to be the cool guy the in the neighborhood. Russian neighbors would want to be friends with you. Yeah, exactly. Look I'll at have my that falcon. Mother, there. He I, has a wolf. Imagine this. Picture this. I'm walking down the street. I've got my wolf on a leash and a falcon on my shoulder. Who would not want to be friends with me? In your Jon Snow costume? I might wear my Jon Snow costume, Yes. Dude, I, I mean... So if you have a falconer, you can't have a falcon on your shoulder because it would puncture you. You have to have one of those no, you big have like gloves. A, no, I have like a leather thing. Or like the leather so, shoulder pad? Uh, Yeah. Or no, I guess I would have to have a leather arm. Yeah, so I'd have the falcon and my wolf, and we're walking around. The lynx can kind of like trail along behind us because it'll just follow along. Oh, dude, that would be so cool. Really? That would be pretty amazing. 
like, oh, there goes the wolf guy. Wolfman. No, that's already taken. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, I can't do that. Wolfman Greg. Yeah. Dude, because I'd have them all. I can train the falcon to go like... And then go screech down and get things for me. Pretty cool, I'll tell you that. Chicks would love me. Mm, Sure. All right. Police in Washington State... This is is one of my favorite sentences I've written a while. Police in Washington State say a pair of illuminated buttocks on the Microsoft campus led them to question a new jogger who offered a perfectly logical explanation as to why he was running naked. Which is? The Redmond Police Department said in a Facebook post that a female officer on the south side of Microsoft's corporate campus uh, was patrolling when she observed an unknown male running outside at about 3.30 a.m., on January 27th. Uh, so she said after seeing nude buttocks illuminated by a street light, she and another <laughs> officer contacted the jogger. I've noticed some nude buttocks. Who was wearing nothing but black sketcher sneakers. Concerned for the cold weather, he was placed in the patrol vehicle since it was quite freezing outside. When asked why the he was streaking. When he was <laughs> when asked why he was naked running outside, he offered a perfectly logical explanation for his naked run. He said that he was trying to build up his immune system to fight the cold weather. It's not a bad idea. I knew that you'd think that wasn't a bad yeah. idea. I mean, that's kind of smart. Uh, the man has not been charged since there were no victims, but he was advised <laughs> that nude jogging, uh, jogging could be considered indecent exposure. <laughs> no word on whether or not he actually worked for Microsoft or if he just lived in the area. <laughs> I don't think that's how you build up a new tolerance. That seems like it makes sense, though. I mean, you do that a few times, you're not going to be as cold anymore. I mean, I guess you wouldn't be as cold. Yeah. But I mean, you're still going to be cold. Nude jogging? Yeah. I'm too much of a never nude to really do it. You really are a never nude. Yeah, I don't like being nude. I went to a nude beach once. Oh my god, the nude beach story again. This is starting to be like your fucking converted attic in southeast Portland. I haven't brought it up for a while. You bring it up at least once a month. No, I do not bring it up. And then you didn't put sunscreen on your wang and it got sunburned. Yes, you say this all the time. I went to a nude beach. I'm just saying. I'm very proud of myself. I want you to accomplish more so that you don't keep bringing Uh, this up. That's a little one off the, you know, check that one off. I will never do it again. No. I do have some facts today. Of course, we were talking about how today is Groundhog Day. Okay. And Greg, how you're a little confused about the premise of Groundhog Day, so I yeah, want to I mean, give you I know some information about it. There's a you know the big rat or whatever that pops out of its hole, and if it sees a shadow or something, then you're screwed or bites you or I don't know how it works. It bites you. It bites everybody. Um, and if you recognize the song, of course, it's from the movie Groundhog Day, which we will be playing tonight at the Landmark Saloon. Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night at the Landmark Saloon during Bingo Night. Which I'm excited. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Uh, all right, so Groundhog Day. Come on Day. down to the Landmark Saloon. Yeehaw. So I was going into a country, like a hardcore country station right there. Hey, y'all, come on down to Landmark ever, Saloon. Did you ever work for a country Radio Bingos. Uh, I filled in like once or twice on a weekend. I worked for a country station briefly. You didn't have to have an accent. No, I know, but, I, but I'm saying if you I... You want to have a twang. You commit, you really got to do it if you want to uh, stand out. Hey, how y'all doing out there today? We gonna have a good time. Listen, a little bit of country music uh, out there riding around. That just in sounds your truck. like you're making fun of people. No, see, I'm being folksy or offensive. No, it's it's folksy. 
Boy, I tell you what, love me some barbecue and big trucks. You know what you sound like? You sound like the um, the farmer in the final round of Big Buck Hunter when you're getting ready to like shoot the barrels. <laughs> yeah, okay, a little I bit. I know like that's that. a little obscure, but you said when he's just like, "Hey, y'all, what you doing? Going to go shooting today?" Yeah. I tell you what, out there on the farm, I've been shooting barrels and riding trucks, and right now we're going to listen yeah, to some sounded, tunes. He sounds exactly like the uh, the bonus round big buck hunter farmer guy. If anyone knows what I mean, you know that's exactly what he sounds like. Hello. Toby Keith and some Blake Shelton coming up on tap for you. Woo-wee, and maybe that's a little enough. bit of that Carrie Underwood. That's enough. If you know what I'm saying. Groundhog Day. All right. God bless America. Here's your next tune. See, I can do a country station right there. Groundhog Day is celebrated each year on February 2nd when people across the country wait to hear if a small furry rodent will predict an early spring or another six weeks of harsh winter weather. What do you believe it is, Greg? Uh, what the. What do you think it predicted? What the rat saw? Yeah. Um. Okay, it's another I think it's six gonna weeks. be yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna be winter for a while. Yeah, it's another six weeks in winter. So if you don't know the science about the tradition, if the groundhog sees his shadow, winter will be around for six weeks longer. However, if he doesn't see his shadow, spring is on the way. So seven facts about Groundhog Day. The tradition is traced back to Candlemas, which is an early Christian holiday, which I've never heard of. Candlemas. Candle maybe Candlemas, Candlemas. Uh, those who celebrated Candlemas decided that clear skies on the holiday meant a longer winter. So uh, Germans eventually began to believe that if the sun made an appearance on Candlemas Day, a hedgehog would cast a shadow, predicting six more weeks of winter. So when German in- immigrants arrived in Pennsylvania, they found a large number of groundhogs. So they decided that the groundhog, which resembles the European hedgehog, would be the predictor of the weather. Huh. The Punxsutawney Groundhog Club was founded in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania in 1887 by a group of groundhog hunters. <laughs> a groundhog hunter. The Lord, editor, I'm out there hunting me some groundhogs. The editor of the Punxsutawney newspaper was a member of the club, and he claimed that Punxsutawney Phil was the only true weather-predicting groundhog. Eventually, the furry Pennsylvania rodent, known as Punxsutawney Phil, became famous. Uh, so there's also one on Staten Island. There's... A, that Staten there's Island multiple has, groundhogs? They have their own groundhog that they call Staten Island Chuck for some <laughs> of reason. Of course it'd be called. <laughs> because okay. why wouldn't it be? His real name is Charles G. Hogg. So he also has been making his own prediction at the Staten Island Zoo Staten for over Staten Island 30. Chuck. <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme or anything. There's nothing, nothing. There's no point. Like Punxsutawney Phil has like a little flow to it. Yeah. That's Chuck. Uh, so, I imagine Chuck's an angry groundhog. So they're dueling groundhogs. So it's Chuck versus Phil, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Phil is the one that uh, gets the most TV exposure. Like he's always, you know, yeah. on, on all the show news boating. organizations. He's showboating that Punxsutawney Phil. Uh-huh. Uh, so Staten Island Chuck has been making his prediction that Staten Island Zoo for over three decades. According to the Sa- uh, Staten Island Zoo, Chuck has an 80% accuracy rate, including a streak of seven predict- uh, correct predictions dating back to 2010. How old is this uh, rat? Well, that's what they do. All right, so... Uh, I think it was a couple of years ago. I can't remember. One of the mayors or somebody who was like responsible for Punxsutawney Phil, he accidentally killed the oh, the groundhog, and so they just interchange them. Like basically, like just if one of them dies, out. they just get another groundhog and call it Punxsutawney Phil. They don't just do like a weekend at Bernie's kind of thing and like. No, they don't parade it around. Stick, they don't like, like pop it out through the hole. He's like, wait, 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 wait. there's a guy below there. <laughs> no, because I remember there was some like uh, Phil that because I remember reading about that. How somebody accidentally killed him. That's awful. Yeah, and so they had to replace him. 
Yeah, after somebody dropped him. Yeah, that happened in uh, a few years ago. So anyway, so they're interchangeable. So I mean, Buxtony Phil and Staten Island Chuck are more of an idea, not so much a specific okay. groundhog. How many Phils have there been? There have been many. Well, since 1887. That's a lot of Phils. That's a lot of Phils. So that's where it started from. So, uh, and if you don't know. I don't think I want to add a groundhog to my zoo. You don't have How big are they? Uh, So if you'd like, if you live in uh, New York uh, or you want to go, or New Jersey, you want to go to Staten Island, the New Year's Groundhog Day celebration is happening all day today. And you can go see Chuck the Groundhog yourself. Shouldn't at the be, Staten Island Zoo for free. Shouldn't that be part of like a Seth Rogen movie where they accidentally kill the groundhog and they prop it up with a stick and million dollar idea right there. Yeah, that's real good. As Keelan just said, weekend at Phil's. Hey. <laughs> <coughs> so uh, there you have it. There's a little history. Uh, what is it? What was it called? Uh, Candlemas. Candlemas. Oh, hitting the post. Wow. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Just did it. Weekend at Phil's. That's a million dollar idea. That's not a million dollar idea. Oh no, the groundhog's dead. Get a stick. And there's this guy that always walks around. You know, you can turn its head and stuff. And I'm thinking that's what a groundhog sounds like. Like a gopher from Caddyshack? Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, this works out. All right, well, Groundhog Day. It is indeed Groundhog Day. All right. um, We've got a couple of things to get to. I do want to say this, though, really quick. We've got a fine sponsor going right now, mm-hmm. and that is H&R Block, awesome. because they are handling our business taxes, which uh, I have been working on furiously. And the H&R Block um, location here in Portland is fantastic, and you can go there and get your taxes done by our guy, Gilbert. The number is 503-233-0447, 503-233-0447. Just ask for Gilbert, set up an appointment. He's really good, and I'm really bad at handling accounting and taxes. <laughs> so this is why we go to Gilbert, because he straightens it out and makes sure I don't get in trouble. And so, um, yeah, go there, go there, and uh, and set up an appointment with Gilbert. Yeah. H&R Block, 503-233-0447. You don't even have to be here in Portland to do it. Mm-mm. You can do it remotely wherever. Yeah. Yeah. So, well worth it. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. He has saved us a couple times. All right. Uh, let's do a little bit of ball talk. Got a little bit of ball talk? A little bit of ball talk. Okay. Because we'll be honest here at Fun Employment Radio, there's supposed to be another ice storm that's going to happen tomorrow morning. And so it's possible we may not be able to get down here to the studio. I, I don't know what's going to happen as far as the show tomorrow. We'll, so we make we'll sure know more tomorrow. Are you going to make a prediction? Damn right I'm going to make a prediction. Are you going to make a puppy bowl prediction? Do you want me to send you the puppy bowl stuff? Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to make a prediction on the puppy bowl. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So the big uh, game is this weekend. The Bolo de Super, the NFL championship. Featuring the New England Patriots, the New England Brady's. Versus the Atlanta Falcons. So a couple words of note, just for anybody watching along, because you know a lot of us will go to a party for it, but you may not know all of the information about the teams. Uh, so here's just kind of a brief course. Of, so if you don't follow sports at all, you have just a little bit of knowledge. Uh, New England is going for the seventh time. The seventh time. Jesus to the Super Bowl win the Brady era. So Tom Brady is, is their quarterback. Guy. You probably know who Tom Brady is or at least know the name. 
And Bill Belichick is their coach. Bill Belichick is famous for not giving any answers and hating anyone in the media and hating answering questions. And is Sounds totally unfamiliar like with this. anybody else and, I know. Uh, I'm just going to say we're getting ready for the next game. Uh, the Cincinnati's coming to town next week, and we'll be handling that there. That's how he talks. Bill Belichick, also famous for wearing his hoodie on the sideline. He's the head coach, New England Patriots versus the Atlanta Falcons. And their quarterback is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. So you'll see the name Matt Ryan a lot. Uh, Falcons have not won a Super Bowl in quite, I don't know if they've ever won one. Uh, if they have, it's been a long, long time. So Matt Ryan leading the Atlanta Falcons in. Definitely the underdogs. There's been several polls taken about who the nation is rooting for. And overwhelmingly, people are rooting for the Falcons. <laughs> if you don't live in the New England area, you're probably rooting for the Falcons. Although we all know a Patriots fan. And that's fine. And congratulations, they've had all the success. But that's the problem. They've had all the success. I want the Falcons to win. He doesn't need all the Super Bowls. Bolo de Supers. Bolo de Supers. The Atlanta Falcons are who I'm rooting for. And uh, just to keep with the tradition of playing fan songs. Oh, Courtney in the live chat said, my little sister's best friend is at the Super Bowl. She works for the Falcons. Wow, good for her. Well, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, here's something for that along the lines of the Falcons. So I did play a uh, song from... Oops. A fan song for the New England Patriots the other day. Falcons don't have quite as many fan songs out there. But I do have this. I decided to just play just a couple, just for something so you can root, root for, get behind. Some anthems, if you will. This comes from YouTube by a woman by the name of Dana Baldwin. She's had 300 views on this. It says, my Atlanta, my Atlanta Falcons song, Super Bowl 51. She's dancing right now. Of course she is. She's got a bedazzled Falcons shirt. Ooh, yeah. I got a feeling we are going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) She brought it up. Okay, well, that's that's Dana Baldwin with her, uh, I've got a feeling we're going to the Super Bowl. That's one song. And just just to be fair, maybe I'd play one more for for the Falcons. You know, they're the underdogs. They haven't been there before. I've played lots of Patriots songs before. But maybe I'd play just a little bit of this one. This comes from... Or draw. We 2058 Entertainment. So next time you want to ask me why I do this for the team, it's because I'm a die hard fan. Teams out pinata. We don't die, we die hard. Falcons get them straight rocking. Black and red cover our bottles. Third gang got rep food, and that's one gang, and we all cool. Four stacks, you got another one. I'm at the tailgate about to act a fool. Barbecues like the back. 
backyard. On the field, and we came to drill. I was on the hill upgraded, cause the concrete got a better feel. Some of the old crew backed out, new spot still gon' pack it out. Y'all hating, won't give a damn. Them fouls make y'all walk it out. I'm at the tailgate with a lot of okay, screens in the bankroll. New season, I feel I like how proud you are of yourself every time. Hey, I'm just <clears throat> playing what the what the people want. You know, the Falcons fans out there. We have a lot of listeners in Georgia. Shout out to Rick, who just wrote not very long ago. He's from Georgia. Um, oh, that's DJ Four Stacks. Except he switched the C and the K around, so it's Stacks S T A K C S. That's very confusing. It, it really is. That's not how you spell Stacks. There we go. That's his. Uh, that's his hit Atlanta Falcon song. <laughs> the first one. That you, oh my God! That's the best comment ever in the chat. This sounds like if Aretha Franklin became a crackhead and was singing at bus stops. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Uh, DJ Forstax has twenty six thousand views on his. Okay, video. that's enough. All right. But there we go. So the Atlanta Falcons versus the New England Patriots. I need to make my prediction, Sarah. I predict. The New England Patriots are going to oh, win. Oh, God. It's not who I want to win, but I think they're going to win. So if you believe in the fact that I can curse teams, well, then you should be happy. But I think they're going to win. Unfortunately. Okay. There we go. That's prediction. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Well, I guess that's the best that I could ask for. <laughs> You're cursing it. <laughs> um, we do have a couple of birthdays we need to get to, to really quick. And we missed one yesterday. For shame on us. For shame on us. Mm-hmm. And that is Mr. Todd Verkoven. Todd. I like how you said Verkoven. Verkoven. Yes. Todd Verkoven. Yes. Todd is an amazing human, and Todd, we are very happy to be your friend. And happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Todd. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. I know we've got one more birthday, but really quick, I just want to give uh, an announcement of who was absolutely correct in the Fun Employment Radio live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Vicky said he got the World Series right. And thank you, Vicky, for standing up to me, uh, for for me, uh, not to me, for standing up for me and just making sure that everybody knows that I did predict the World Series mm-hmm. Chicago Cubs champion before the season even started. So thanks. I know one of my biggest supporters right there of my predictions. Also, we have another birthday. We want to wish a very happy birthday to Tony. Tony! Tony was a few days ago. And Tony... Sorry, Tony. Have a very happy birthday. I hope you have a very happy birthday. birthday. Tony, you get one extra day. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. There we go. There we go. All right. There we go. It's Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, sir. I'm very excited, Greg. Indeed. Mm -hmm. With Icelandic vodka, Reka. Okay, yes, we. You're, Sorry, you're annoyed with this. No, no, I'm just, I'm. Are you having a problem? I'm having it. You want to talk it out? Not really. Why does it keep making noises? I don't, I don't know. Greg. I don't know. It's very upsetting. It is very upsetting. Sarah's very upset right now. And she's hitting buttons and the buttons aren't working the way the buttons are supposed to work. And this is. Uh... They're not doing their thing and they keep making noises. Yes, they, they sure are. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I want to say thank you to everybody who tunes into Fun Employment Radio because we really do appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at Fun Radio. Like it's on iTunes. And pick yourself up. Okay, should I go NPR or should I go like classic rock? I can do a couple of different ones. I I, I don't care. You pick it. Um, Let's see. All right. Um, 
All right, thanks everybody for tuning in today to Fun Employment Radio. What is that? I was I was trying to go towards the classic rock guy. ACDC's on the turntable coming up next, but right now, we just want to say thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We have the best fans in the world out there, and boy, do we love rocking with you. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be down there at the tailgater having myself a little bit of barbecue, if you know what I mean, and uh, maybe eating a good steak over the weekend, listening to some solid jams, getting my rock on, letting my hair down, because it's going to be that kind of weekend. It's Super Bowl weekend, baby. We're all going to be hungover on Monday. (laughs) All right, so thanks, everybody for tuning in. Don't forget you can send an email whatever that is. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give me a call anytime. 503-575-9120 I'm talking to you ladies. I'm going to say that one more time. 503-575-9120 Give me a call. We'll play the hits that you like. A little bit of Rush coming up. We do love Rush here. Some journey to get the blood pumping and all going to be right here. Stick your dials to one station. That station's Fun Employment Radio. This guy could work on a little bit. That was I think pretty good. Do it. Yeah. That's... Mm-hmm. Does this guy have a DJ name? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Slick Steve. Slick Steve here with you. Okay. Bringing the classic rock. All right, order a tote bag. We have to see you tonight at Bingo Night. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back on tomorrow. It's more fun to play right On tomorrow? Yes. Okay. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.